Staying with this scripture, we've already seen that the laws of retaliation, eye for an eye, etc., were not a license to kill, but were intended to limit what revenge you could inflict on the offender. The punishment must match the crime, not go beyond it. They were a restraint on vengeance. Fallen man is very quick to retaliate, pay back evil for evil, I'll get you for that. And these commands now don't come in isolation, but a culmination of all that's gone before. Jesus already shocked his hearers by telling them there's a higher way to live, another rule of life other than the letter of the law, both moral and civil. Now he brings it right down to where they live. Don't resist evil. Paul would say it another way in Romans 12, 17 to 21. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard to good things in the sight of all men. If it's possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. And he goes on to say, don't avenge yourselves, but vengeance is God's. Don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Love your neighbour as yourself, he's saying, or do as you would be done by. We really need to linger here for a while, talking about not being overcome by evil, but overcoming evil with good, doing as we would be done by. How does it work out practically? Let's just remind ourselves what we're looking at. It was eye for eye, tooth for tooth, not resisting an evil person. If anyone slaps you, give them the other cheek. If they want to take your shirt, hand over your coat. If they force you to go one mile, go two and give. Again, I need to emphasise that Jesus never intended we should go around demanding mutilation for loss. He's saying, don't go beyond that which is reasonable in your demands for compensation of each other for loss. Eye for eye defines justice and restrains revenge. What he now commands his disciples to do is go even further than this and not seek any payback or compensation at all, but to leave the matter to God. You want to look at Paul in 1 Corinthians 6, 7. Don't take each other to court, he says. And then when someone wants to land one on you, are you going to give like for like or turn the other cheek? And here he's not talking about defending yourself if you're physically attacked, but verbally attacked. Must you have the last word? This is what turning the other cheek meant. The cheek was the Hebrew idiom for the mouth, so he's actually saying don't return slander with slander and abuse with abuse. Back to the tongue again, that world of evil. Arguing all the time, problem with anger, learn to live peaceably with all men. There's so much to cover in these last few verses of Matthew 5 and we must not fall short of the finishing line but stay the course. Jesus isn't denying the existence of evil itself or bad people. What he's saying is, be sure that you're the one who makes every effort to keep the peace by your meekness and gentleness in the face of provocation. Don't try to seek compensation for loss. Be happy to give and not count the cost for the sake of the kingdom. Diffuse the situation. Don't pour petrol on it. Learn to respond in the opposite spirit to that which is coming at you. Walk in newness of life. Measure everything in the light of eternity. Will it have any eternal value if you win? Are vindicated. Get your pound of flesh. Receive financial compensation. May it not rather preclude your inheritance in the kingdom? He gives us no permission to punish someone else in return for what we, we may have suffered. 
He wants us to inherit, but we have to be house trained. This is what a kingdom living lifestyle will actually look like. Seeking. No revenge. No retribution. No retaliation. No repudiation. No retort. No rebuttal. No resistance. I'll let you look those up. And uh, just keep in mind, will you, that you are training for reigning. And remember, no pain, no gain. <laughs>